John F. Kennedy International Airport. Welcome to New York. Thank you for flying Air Jamaica. We know you have a choice on flying, so on behalf of the pilots and the crew, we just want to thank you for flying with us. The current local time is 9.15 a.m., and the temperature outside is a cool 64 degrees. So be sure to grab your jackets and check for any items you may have left on your way out. Be sure to be careful when opening overhead compartments as items may have shifted during flight. Once again, thank you for traveling. That was such a long flight. Why them TSA people are not easy at all? But we finally reach America. Right about now, all I need is a taxi. I'm alright. No way can get a taxi. One already, one already. Wait there. This man just said one already. But what is this? Why that sounds so familiar? One already, one already. Yo, me generally, I forward one already, one already. Which part of New York this midday? One already. Hello, miss. You need a taxi? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Where is your taxi going? Brooklyn, Bronx, Beverly Hills. Anywhere you want to go. One already. Wait there. Wait there, wait there, wait there, wait there. You guys have robot taxis are foreign too? Yo, easy no man to worry about that. You ready or not? I move where I move. Well, all right then. I guess we can go on. It can't hurt because my GPS said Queen's not too far from here. Ah, come in. So, you just forward? Oh, yes, sir. I am new to America. Cool, cool. Welcome. Thank fun you. times ahead, fun mm-hmm. times ahead. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you did see you saying about catch a Rona? Well, I meant to tell you about this Corona thing, you see. Yes, it's so sad that him catch it. And you know, he just had a baby too, you know. Boy, I hope he recovers soon. Yeah, I hope so too, man. But boy, it's funny how big bad NBC did use that comedy brother um, photo in the news article, you know, when they were talking about both. Comedy brother? On TV? Which comedy brother that you talk? You you know, that short comedy brother? Can't remember his name. What's his name again? Short youth. Mm, you talk the one with the cream here? Cat Williams? No, no, no. Not that one. No one that said... What's his name say again? Whenever ready or something like that. Whenever <laughs> <laughs> ready. Oh, you talk about Kevin Hart. Yes, Kevin Hart. Him same one. No, I lie. You tell. Them really... Them really put the... Rep- <laughs> no, sir. The reputable news show theme picture instead of boat. Or them for mix up the two of them. <laughs> them not even look alike. Why them not easier to Madness but telling you know I'm madness. Disrespecting that man. A few moments later. Alright, so are you this? Yeah I think so you know it look like the place. You can let me off right here. Thanks for the ride driver. Boy I may have a lot to learn about this place. Oh man, you're gonna be alright. But stay safe out there and trust me it gets better. Whether you move to Canada, the UK, wherever. You know, the fact that you were strong enough to make the move over here means you're strong enough to make it after the move. So you'll be good. Oh, thank you. I like that. You know, Satri, your talk. Thanks, your driver. Take it easy. Ah, well, good. Are you ready for the baddest podcast in the world? Go on. 
Hi, listeners. My name is Tiffany. And my name is Brandon. We are your hosts this evening. There are mints and refreshments in the back. We also have a charger back there for your Android <laughs> or iPhone. <laughs> Make yourselves comfortable. Wow. This is such a big deal, Brandon. Yes, it's a very, very big deal. Big deal. <laughs> We're finally starting our podcast. That's right. This is the inaugural, the first ever episode of Drumroll, please. The One and Ready Podcast. One and Ready. It's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Indeed, it has. This is so exciting. <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed our teaser sequence. It ties nicely into our topic for today, which is... Just forward. But first, let's get into the name of the podcast. One Already Podcast. What does that mean? Why did we pick that name? What is One Already, Brandon? So, you know, anyone who happened to have grown up in the country of Jamaica and has taken public transportation at least once in their life is probably familiar with the term. Mm -hmm. It is a term you hear, which is a direct translation of one and ready. I guess it's English anyways, but (laughs) (laughs) you walk up to a taxi driver and you'll hear him shout one and ready. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's to imply that all he needs is one more passenger, one more person to get this show on the road. But one thing you will learn pretty quickly that's not usually the case. Not, not <laughs> you know, always. You will hop into that taxi and realize that the whole thing empty. Mm-hmm. And you still have to wait for other people as you hear him shout to others, one yeah. already. But and you're like, but I thought you said one. I am the one. <laughs> yeah, no, apparently you are not the one. You, you, you are, are just, <laughs> yeah, you are, you are just not the one. Um, but, you know, uh, we won't do that to you. Uh, we are the one and ready podcast and mm-hmm. we mean it when we say you, you get a little piece of it in the uh in the skits you know i mean it was one already i only need one person so taxi run over here anyway so that's right you have the whole taxi to yourself you just need one more listener like, mm-hmm. to make our podcasting journey complete and uh you'll be very satisfied so one already one already so on to our topic of discussion for today. It's also this episode's title, Just Forward. So for those of us who left our native lands to live in America or anywhere, really, this episode is just where we recount our personal culture shock and experiences transitioning to the States because that's what we know. And if any of our passengers listening <laughs> is thinking about making a big move like that to another country, if it's within your sights, consider this episode and this entire podcast really as encouragement to you. Because at the end of the day, we're still transplants trying to figure this whole thing out. That is right. So just forward, you know, some we say in Jamaica loosely translated means I've arrived. Or, you know, another person might say soon forward or something to that effect. Oh, yeah. And, and by the way, we're Jamaican, in case you didn't realize by now. Yeah, just thinking. We are from J.A. You know, mm-hmm. All right, cool. But yeah, so we're talking about just forward and our different just forward experiences. Yeah. So literally just forward experience. You, when you did just forward, you came straight from high school, right? 
yeah, straight from high school, you know, Dimulka SAT um, while I was down there, you know, thanks for mother for setting that up. Um, fun times, learning all of those fun SAT words, um, good old days. And then um, after that, yeah, pretty much did that. Um, applied to a bunch of schools. Fortunately, got into schools, you know, not that I wasn't sure I wasn't going to get in, but, you know, I mean, it's still always good <laughs> yeah. to see the acceptance letters mm-hmm. coming in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't went, know what that's like, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You had an entirely different experience <laughs> from me. <laughs> yeah. um, my just forward experience, but we'll get into that. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah, pretty much came um went from sixth form in jamaica or 12th grade to those who aren't familiar with that grading system um came straight over here and went into college um you know it was uh it was quite an interesting experience i'll say because like if you're in jamaica you're probably used to um like the college setup like utech or ue you know and when i say college setup i'm not even talking about like the difference in classes or anything like that yet. I just mean the size. I went to the University of Connecticut and when I tell you I get to this place, this place is a town, a town in itself. As in like, if you want to get from point A on one point in campus to get to to some other class at point B, you have to take a bus. And like you hop onto the bus and you hop off the bus and you be on that bus for a good 20 minutes and it's still the same that's huge that's bigger than my school was yeah that place was huge um i used to like bike around there um just to get from place to place good old days good old days but jumping up a little bit forward um the if i want to talk about my literally like literal just forward experience um like you know coming off the plane as a green card holder for the first time um that was an interesting experience as well yeah um i got into the place you know all starry-eyed looking forward to my american adventure um but i did encounter a a few problems you know i mean like everything was fine when i went past like the first set of immigration folks you know um they checked my stuff oh yeah you're here for um as a a resident no so on so forth and you know they guide you somewhere else um Mm -hmm. apart from like all the other people so you can talk to another immigration officer who i guess officially lets you into the country i have no clue if the experience is still the same or if the whole um like setup is still the same yeah this was a a couple years ago um don't want to help many don't want to review my age um but yeah so you know um I'm sitting there at this point, though, actually, I'm, at this point, I was 16, you know, young kid sitting there. And like the immigration officer was giving me a hard time. You know, he took up my, my folder. I was looking through my files. And, you know, like one of the things we had to prepare while um, like one of the documents we had to prepare for coming over here was a police report. You know, didn't even know you could really get a police report at a time on someone who had not committed any crimes. But yeah. You, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you just get the police report that um you know tells them that i have no i have no record so cool so we get that and he's all of a sudden grilling me though like he's asking me all kind of questions you know like have you ever committed a crime have you ever done this da, 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 da. and i'm like this like 16 year old innocent looking 
child. But for whatever reason, I don't know if them have some some kind of history with people who come from Jamaica. Kids are like too. I don't. I mean, they meet some bad man children or something like that. Um, I don't know. But he was just giving me a hard time. I mean, like of course I'm worrying at that time, but. But there was a silver lining. So as this guy was grilling me, you know, this other immigrations officer um, comes up. He this black immigrations officer. So, you know, like, I'm like, all right, cool. What's he saying? And then I hear him talking. And he, guess what? That's I hear a little accent. <laughs> Realize Yay. the man is from Jamaica, you know. <laughs> so uh, I hear the man, you know, saying, you know, what's the problem? What's the hold up? He's looking at the stuff and... You know, the guy is whispering something back to him and I just hear him say, what do you mean? Like the police report says there's nothing there. Let him go. And I was just saying, like, yeah, man, right. y'all my bread shit. Y'all my <laughs> you know, yeah. I, you know, if it wasn't for another Jamaican in that experience, I mean, I'm not saying anything would have bad would have happened. He probably would have just grilled me for some more and then eventually let me go. But I'm just glad there was a Jamaican who was there to just like big help me TSA. through the process. Yeah. Big yeah. Jamaican big up the Jamaican TSA people. <laughs> And immigrations people them who will hold on the thing and make it easier for you know people like you and me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I mean that was my my like just literal just forward experience. Like not even leave the airport. I don't it's even welcome to America. Yeah, don't even get my baggage yet. But mm. um, you know it, that was the first experience. And to be honest, like after that, after that little thing, you know things went got much better. But I I'm, I don't I don't know if you had like a similar. Experience experience or if your experience was you know hopefully less low-key uh, sorry a lot more low-key than than yeah. my experience call yeah it was i mean granted i'm not a young black man from a foreign country coming to america <laughs> i mean <laughs> for what it's worth um no i mean surprisingly thinking back um well first i never come straight from high school um by the way we went to the same high school and we we're friends from the best high school in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. You know, for the record. Arden. <laughs> um, Arden. Mm-hmm. Arden, hi. Um, so, yeah, I came up a little bit later, but I really don't remember it being like an issue. I remember, I remember being like a little nervous beforehand because, you know, so people have them stories and they used to say like, yo, Miami, Miami um, immigration officer, yo, it's tough when you're in Miami and like all of these things. And so I remember feeling like, some kind of nerves but I remember it being kind of seamless um only thing I will say is like if them spell your name wrong or something it it takes a while to fix that oh, it's, a whole, oh, yeah. it's a whole process oh, yes. in America to fix that and like if if two if you have two documents and your name spell wrong on one of them you can't do nothing it's like you don't God, exist. Man, yeah exactly so um that never happened to me but that happened to um somebody in my family and I just got to like observe that but for me, it was cool. Um, as I said, I never come straight from high school. I had a different just forward experience. And that was like one of the growing pains of moving here is like starting over. So I went to college in Jamaica as a lesser known college, but, you know, big up my college same way. Um, so like I left, I left Jamaica like the year I was supposed to graduate. Like when Matele said, I was supposed to graduate in November and I came up here in the summer and it's like I, I got like that's one of the things with Jamaica too you mm-hmm. get you get a blight with certain things like I told my school hey 
have to make this date and I have to do this, this, this. And I'm like, okay, you can do your internship early. You can do this early. You can do this early and basically complete my coursework before everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like in America, no, they just be like, I'm sorry, ma'am. That's just not how the system works here. Yeah, we don't, we don't really accept that or we don't really do that. <laughs> yeah, that's not how it works. Um, so that's one of the stark contrasts between living at home and living here. But like starting over, cause like I was so ambitious. Like, like you said, when you land, you feel like, yo, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna reach. Starry eyed. Yeah, yes. my shot will reach far yes. in. We accomplished so much. We reach a big bad America, yo. I got Anything make it is America. possible. Stop, make the US money. Oh, you mean like ready, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna go to school, I'm education. So, like, I miss my graduation, right? But I'm like, it's all right. Come, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna work in a little job. I'm gonna work in the field that I studied in. Mm-hmm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. start out small, you know, but you know, so I'm gonna make it come of my, my creds and have a certification, right? Wrong. You think them Wrong. even business? <laughs> Wrong. Like, unfortunately for immigrants coming here, like, it's like, you might have your masters, you might have your bachelors, you might have degrees from other countries, but unfortunately, it's just not weighted the same here as yeah. it is like, literally everywhere if you, else. If you didn't actually take that course in the United States, they either like give you half credit or, or something for it, or just don't take it at all. Like, I mean, yeah. fortunately, um, I was able to like transfer, like, well, a GPA, even though I have no clue how they got a GPA from my um, stuff from high school, but that was literally the only thing they would take a GPA, which kind of like slotted me to at a certain like level when I got to um, university. But other than that, they wouldn't take my, my college courses, my, I'm um, sorry, my six form course, courses. They wouldn't take any of those. And the worst part was like, my courses in sixth form were harder than my first year courses in college. Hell, Set us again. Just say I, didn't, more I didn't even want to have to take this stuff all over again. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, you know, they just people them country. Yeah, people them rule. Exactly. You know, fortunately, again, though, I was going to college, so at least um, I didn't have to start over. You know, like if I did. But oh, well, um, yeah, well, <laughs> I had to start over in college to a certain extent, just not the same to the same extent. But yeah, they wouldn't take any of that. They wouldn't take. Um, um, uh, any of the credits for my physics classes, despite doing um, like physics at high level in sixth form, same thing go for math. I remember I'd, <laughs> uh, I may have uh, skipped a couple classes when I was doing physics back in the day, you know? <laughs> you mean up Maybe, here? <laughs> yeah, 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 up here, you know, but uh, it still ended up doing pretty well, actually. Still passed out with flying colors despite. So you basically sleep out the people them class and still pass. Yo, by you saying you don't even know how. So sleep out is was actually <laughs> the perfect phrasing because that <laughs> class was always on like a Monday and a Wednesday at eight a.m. So of course I sleep the sleep out. What do you mean wow. eight a.m. classes? What is yeah, this high school? Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That that was also a problem with first year. Um, I just thought about that too, because because first year you just have to hold the early morning classes. Then when you when you get later on into the college life, you don't really have to worry mm. about that as much. You can you have a little bit more flexibility and can have your day start at ten. Or it also depends on your major too. But once True. you once you get deeper into like your major or field, you usually can be a bit more flexible with your hours. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, I kind of remember that because I. Went to school up here too um but one thing i will say like well it's, i don't know if this is a benefit or anything but like so they do kind of sort of recognize your foreign credits for school 
So I had to pay to get my first degree, like a crit, like converted to a U.S. degree. So even like the whole name, like in Jamaica and in most other, you know, former colonies, they would call it like BSc for Bachelor of Science. Mm-hmm. But like you have to pay them money for converting to BS, which, you know. BS, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of science. Um, but like you have to pay and granted me never have no job, you know, so that's why I'm grateful for family. We have to pay them money for basically line by line, go through all of my coursework that I did in Jamaica and convert my degree from that to this and then use that um, to like basically convert my degree. And and the thing of it is, like, you would think that's enough. You're like, all right, Marich, I have my degree. No, it doesn't count. All right, let me convert it. All right, convert it to no, Marich. No, it mm-hmm. still doesn't count because it's just somehow not weighted as much. Even if you have your master's from whichever country you come from, unless it links them tall or your family, them like you can you can get in somewhere. It's a little bit challenging, but I, mean- I will say it takes time. Yeah. And I mean, like, I give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, it's it's hard for them to kind of like verify um, like a a course from a different country, you know, like at a distance. So I I just wish there was a little bit like, you know, faith, a little bit of faith in us. You know, I, I guess. But I understand to a certain extent, you know, their standpoint. I guess. But like. I, the, I guess the college experience, though, over here um, definitely had a lot of culture shock moments. I feel like a lot of moments that, you know, made me realize I, I really am not um, in Jamaica anymore. First thing, of course, accent. Everybody, mm. everybody having um, issues here understanding me. And oh. actually, no, I was going to say everybody having issues understanding me and then vice versa. But no, no, everybody was speaking English and I understand the English. Yeah. So, but for whatever reason, my Jamaican Queen's English um, derivative seemed to stumble a whole heap of people because I mean I never really speak I wouldn't speak Pato to that to, to mm-hmm. them you know as they're not familiar with the language but even when I was trying to speak as clearly as possible mm-hmm. it still would be uh, an issue I encountered so so same here yeah, so same here and then worse like I worked on the phones and that's how I, tra- I kind of it's sad to say but I trained myself to not have to repeat myself because that was so frustrating. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I talk to somebody and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. So now you have to learn the people, them twang. Oh, no, you have your business accent. Yeah, you have your workforce. To this day, you work for us. Yeah, you know, I mean, you, you, you're talking to your bedroom, then, you know, yeah, the look of patois come out and then your phone ring and it's, um, hey, good afternoon, sir. How you doing? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, what else? Big. Um, so, like, like when you were in college, though, like like you had to live in college I I was like a commuter student whereas like I had them bills to pay which is a whole nother topic but like I was working and going to school part time but you went to school full time and you like lived on campus and all of that stuff lived on campus with these American folk yeah man it was actually the food was an interesting aspect uh I feel like I use the word interesting a lot and usually I feel like it doesn't necessarily mean interesting but anyways use it that's you yeah 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 so um one thing I realized very 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 early on from like orientation which is um was like real soon after I got into the country is that the food over here is just 
let's say seasoned a bit differently, you know, um, they, they prioritize, you know, a a different level or amount of seasoning that, you know, me as a Jamaican, just not used to, you know, but the, the, the funny part about it though, is that although the food may not be seasoned that well, it look good, you know? Mm-hmm. Presentation, is, presentation is mm-hmm. on peak. I remember walking into the dining hall, and all I'm seeing is just this open buffet of just joy and happiness. I'm looking around, <laughs> and I'm seeing, you know, this big ziti which I've never had in my entire life. I'm seeing like all these that other dishes. Yeah, I, I remember it because it looked good. Emphasis on looked oh, good. Oh, <laughs> you know, it was at, at that moment, <laughs> at that moment, he knew. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm like going through i'm picking i filled up my plate uh, i think i even might have walked with two plate first time just because i wanted really? to taste everything you know and then you dive into it and you just realize that you know maybe there's a salt shortening like shortening <laughs> or something you know like so hard because <laughs> because like i'm sure to them, it was good, and I mean, there were dishes there that were good it, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, when I just used, used to something else. Jamaican food is up there, you know, and when you're used to things that are up there, and then you get. I don't want to call it subpar, but just not up there. Mm-hmm. It's like a big transition. Like, no, I'm sure we're used to it. No, we're used to it now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't really have a problem. You know, now I just make sure I walk with, you know, my hot sauce. I mean, I had to do it when I was back in college. I had to, like, put my little grace, mm-hmm. um, like, hot sauce in my bag and just move with that. Um, my mother sent me over, like, a scotch bonnet pepper sauce. And you just yeah, have to... Yeah, so my mother did the same thing. She sent me coffee, Jamaican coffee, and she send me Jamaican pepper because she knows I love pepper. Mm-hmm. So you just have to walk with, you know, your spices and add them. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> it, it, well, in the dining hall especially it was something I had to do. I mean, no, you know, out of college, you don't have to necessarily do that as much because, you know, I feel like there's a lot of food to try out in the real world, you know, yeah. as, you know, cause I feel like the dorm food was very like American food centric, you know, burgers, fries, um, mm-hmm. like Italian American stuff, like meatballs and big ZD and all that kind of stuff. But as soon as you get out of that, like college bubble, if you're somebody coming into like the college bubble, as soon as you get out of that, you know, you can start to experience like more cuisines. You can start yeah. going to like the Thai place down the road or the Indian restaurant down the road because those places gave me a rude awakening you know i didn't really know about the tipping thing at that point in life yet but mm. you know wait <laughs> no, another thing that you yeah. have to learn yeah yeah that is another thing you have to learn though because that like jamaican that one, people don't tip where i tip for just charge me i charge me and we keep it moving i'm not exactly. tipping you, you get your money from your uh, manager you see? yeah <laughs> but america no 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 you have to learn to tip yeah 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 and that was an experience that that took um some learning um also, just because I wasn't really um, like completely familiar with just the currency yet, I was so used mm-hmm. to like the the dollar amounts, like the hundred dollar for this or thousand dollar for that. Mm-hmm. That you know, like seeing the like making purchases for one dollar and and two dollar here. Although I was still spending about one hundred, two hundred, it just felt like it just felt different. And I feel like yeah. my, the value of money just never makes sense to me in my head yet. Yeah. And I was making real dumb decisions, like tipping people <laughs> five dollars on a ten dollar meal. 
I know oh, wow. I was I was young, I was naive and very dumb. I would have loved to I bet they were like, Wow, no, no. so generous. You so know, kind. I mean that's yeah, it's it's going into like the stereotypes episode that we have lined up, but you were you're beating the stereotype. I'm I'm kinda proud of you, even though you were foolish in your decision to <laughs> tip. Well, so you much. know, well the reason why I got well, I, the reason why I ended up doing it in the first place was because my roommates at the time beat it into me that I need to tip. Because I mean, like, I had the same, you know, Jamaican mentality. I come over here, I order in food, and you know, they, I don't even know why they asked me if I tipped, but maybe they knew that I didn't. <laughs> but, you know, like, I was like, no, I don't tip. And it's like, why are you tip? I was like, you don't tip in Jamaica. But yeah, yeah. No, you, you learn quickly over here. Um, that it's it's just something necessary, and especially after you know you learn about how much like delivery people and and um, mm-hmm. like paid staff are making, you really need, do need to tip. So when I come over here, please tip. Please, please you know, tip. It's these hard. These are hardworking people. It's yeah, it's hard to get into, but you have to you have to learn how to tip. And the whole the whole money thing in America is it's really you know like I saw this video on um something recently and and is a jamaican you team live in new york and he's like people think foreigner better rules i'll be a bill delphia mm-hmm. i just be a bill everything mm-hmm. i cost money and you know what it's actually true people everything does cost money like but i mean it's uh, <laughs> yeah i mean everything no like seriously like you know like how people in jamaica feel like say some people i should say or wherever you come from feel like say oh you're the foreigner you're, you're rich and you make, yeah, up you make money. big money mm-hmm. yeah yo you can't let go something you can't give me like no because you see to all my money stay now see the people them charge me for, mm-hmm. for income see what happened was <laughs> What happened was I have to pay the people them for this, me have to pay for rent, me have to pay for gas, me have to pay for this. Then this thing named credit score come in at the mix and mm-hmm. like what mm-hmm. is this system that they set up here? Like, because mm-hmm. if you want anything, you need credit. But you come you up here, credit. like literally credit score is zero. Like I told people that and they were like I didn't know that was possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you start with a zero score. You start but, with um, a zero score. Yeah. And like for a good score is like seven hundred, seven hundred. I'd say like yeah, like seven something men up. Yeah. yeah. Is, is is a good credit score. Yeah. But you can't just wake up in the morning and say, I want that. No, you have to establish like you have to establish like that you pay your bill. Yeah, mm-hmm. you pay mm-hmm. your bills on time. Um, and the thing with up here, you know, like you know, pay your things, they will repossess it. They're not afraid for beat down your door. They're not afraid for kick you out and evict you. That is one of the things I mentioned like earlier with the whole Bly situation with school. How they were like, oh, you have to go. All right, well, we understand. Do your coursework. Do you do your internship early? And America is not so. I mean. No, kind of different because of COVID, but <laughs> yeah, people don't play up here, so. No, I mean, yeah, but um, you just have to make sure you, you're conscious of the whole credit score thing when you come mm-hmm. up here. Um, and, you know, like, do some research. I'm sure we're going to talk about that in, like, a future episode in mm-hmm. more depth as well, you know, for the folks just coming up here. Um, but, yeah, you know, just you have to get a line of credit and just show them that you can pay your bills responsibly. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's not fair, though, honestly? Like, the, like your, your cell phone bill, and them something they don't count that's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. 
what? That's not fair. That's a bill I have to pay, and yet I'm say you're not gonna recognize that. Mm-hmm, That's not mm-hmm. fair. But um, I was gonna. Uh, this came to mind. Um, if you are coming over here for college, and I mean, if you have the money to pay off your. Um, like your tuition and all that stuff off the bat. And that's great. But um, it does help using a loan because I was able to kind of like, yeah, well, I mean, to a certain extent, at least, I think it kind of helped at least with me building credit. Oh, okay. um, yeah, because that loan ended up being a loan credit. Well, yeah, if you pay it off, but like yeah. um, just having that loan and, and like paying it, um, you know, putting in the monthly payments and stuff like that for an extended period of time did uh, um, good for my credit. And good for you. Yeah, and it wasn't until recently, though, I found out that if you do pay off those loans, it will hit your credit um, because that line of credit disappears. That anyway, no that's, for, oh that's, for, that's, that's for the future. <laughs> but I did not know that. So wait, now, your reward for paying off your debt is, okay, you have no more debt to pay off, so I don't trust you with new debt. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why you ha- need to have multiple lines of credit so that's that, you know. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole um, system, people. It's a whole system. Well, you know, you, mm-hmm. you'll learn the ins and outs of it as you mm-hmm. get over here. But there, there are definitely some more infuriating things, I would uh, think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how about the fact that many countries have things that are not recognized here at all like we're not talking about the fact that the date is backwards in america because it's month day year whereas like in jamaica yeah it it was it was so hard and then we're not talking about the fact that there's a whole daylight savings time thing where we are in the exact same time zone as jamaica and much of the caribbean but it was like what six months of the year we are an hour and head uh, mm-hmm. Our heads somehow. We're not even on top of that. We're not on top of the fact that people drive on the wrong side of the road here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, right? You said yeah, it. Yeah, right. the wrong <laughs> side of the road. But I am talking about something that is so infuriating. Something that to this day I have to explain to people. Oh my God. So, like that sport with the white ball that has black like stuff oh, on it that Lord, people into the net is called football, people. Football, not soccer. If y'all come talk to me about soccer, I'm going to dismiss you and I'm going to ask, you mean football? And yeah. it, it can Every time. <laughs> like, I need to know time. that's exactly what you're going to say or what you're talking about, but I'm going to make you say it again. <laughs> football. Your football is American football. The rest of the world calls football football. Yeah the only people who call it soccer so and it's not even just that I mean firstly you have the name but then after that really and truly nobody really business about it over here world I just want to state before anybody say nothing I'm not really a big football watcher. I'm, I, I mean, only watch it every four years. To be real, right there, yeah, I mean, every Jamaican guy have a team, Arsenal. I don't Man know. You. I don't know for whatever reason. Just never really grew up in a house that did watch it, and I only ended up watching it every four years. But I mean, I love the World Cup too. Yeah, I mean, the World Cup is just such an experience. And the, the reasons why I enjoy it so much is not just because of the actual games. And trust me, the game them good. But really it's, good. It's, it's the environment, you know, being in Jamaica during World Cup season or any big event like that or, or, or the Olympics don't or something like that. Yeah. Don't talk about <laughs> champs. Don't talk about Olympics. Mm-hmm. Done, 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 done. But, but yeah, so World Cup, you know, anywhere you go. Guaranteed, there's a TV or a radio with it playing. Mm-hmm. I remember I went to Sovereign Center um, once just to go shopping uh, malls. 
<laughs> it's like a you know, shopping mall in a let's say uptown area. All right, fine. Um, and you know, I was passing the supermarkets, and even the supermarket had a TV pointed outside through the mm-hmm. glass for people to you know gather and watch outside. And you know, yeah. you don't see there's just a level of camaraderie and just you yeah. know community enjoyment because you don't know the people sitting, this, you don't know the people beside you watching this game. But trust oh, me, when that person makes that score, play. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're a team of play for them, team of play, mm-hmm. and people getting fights over it. Um, it's just so fun. I remember I was I had a job back yeah, a few years ago and like they had TVs in there and the TV supposed to be showing some work related stuff, but it was World Cup. And so somehow I think me and somebody must have convinced them, please put it on the World Cup. So then put it on. <laughs> and you have to even <laughs> ask. Please put it on the World Cup. And the game I play and Brazil is my team. Uh, don't at me. And um, so like them I play. I mean, reggae boys is the team, but they never make it to the World Cup. I mean, we were so talking about if you know that's your team if them don't make it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, so yeah, so I have to beg them to put on the game and then put on the, then put it on, right? And like I am the only person watching. Me, the only girl in this whole company, like interested in it and the only time I got some company is when the USA team are playing well first of all the USA team is come on it's, it's you know, you know. there's a reason why they don't like it up here they, they're like Ugh, I hate soccer Ugh. Oh, oh I have a story about that oh I have a story Go about for that it. Lord have so all right so I, I I know I said that I wasn't really a football watcher but the family that I came up here to stay with they are they are mm. big Manu fans so there was okay. a point where Manu actually came over here for like a um, a test game with like a, what was the name of the team I believe the name of the team was like like revolution or something like that the revolution something like that um anybody can check that if you want to check it yeah, but, fact check. yeah. but um they came over here and you know big game big stadium it's pretty good you know watching them play manu was handling them not even going around it <laughs> okay i mean that's expected manu right? was solidly don't, handling don't them add, don't add us guys but not for that the thing that really um started to bother me though is like the people the the fans of the revolution started like throwing toilet paper and all that kind of stuff at the man new goalie <laughs> like what are you doing that's like, such a first world thing to do yo, yes they're just throwing toilet paper and like streamers and all that kind of stuff to kind of throw him off yeah the, the man is literally oh. out there kicking yeah 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 the man is literally out there kicking <laughs> toilet paper out of the way just oh, wow. to, um yeah and i mean all of that and it now even helped to the point they had to like stop the game for a little bit to like clean up the area and you know tell people not to do that but yeah they I mean at least you know I'll say at least they're repping their group with that mm. it's more than I can say for like the regular people everyday people who just don't really business about soccer or football to the level that we do like fortunately in my um at my company the person who was across from me um it was um a girl who was into she actually played football um, mm-hmm. Yes, football. Just to say football. it again, football. She played and football. not football. I hate yes. when people do that too. <laughs> um, but she, yes, yeah, so she played football. So she was familiar with it, and she was into it. So you know, at least I had someone to go back and forth with about it. But other than that, nobody really cares. So yeah, it's it's something you have to get used to as well. But you know, it's always good to have your WhatsApp group, so you mm-hmm. can you know connections at home. Exactly. Yeah. So you know you End can you can keep in touch and anytime 
time everybody I watch the game when I just chat about it in another WhatsApp group. You know, it's not the same, but it helps. It helps a lot. It helps. Speaking mm-hmm. of WhatsApp, um, Americans don't really like what <laughs> unless they're an immigrant. They're like, what? What is that? Yeah, I mean, like the whole concept of texting freely for some reason just don't really connect with them. Uh, so, you know, it's either you use text message or or Instagram message or I guess Facebook, not even really. Yeah, Facebook to a certain extent, but most of the time it's just text. They're not into the WhatsApp thing. Um, so you usually have to convince them because, I mean, to be honest, I don't know. I think just Americans don't really, they never had the need necessarily mm-hmm. to move to something like WhatsApp like we did no. um, because it, it, like I feel like texting plans and stuff like that over here they're, they're fine always yeah they always if anything they had like 10 cents of sex or something like that but they, the unlimited texting is one of the coolest things about living in America I remember that distinctly like, like Melissa we used to text like with as little characters as possible because it's 160 mm-hmm. characters and if you go over it you have to go pay extra money so like no you could send 50 text messages. It's all covered. And I, I, that was one of the best things about moving here. It sounds stupid, mm-hmm. but I really love that. I really did. Um, yeah. Yeah, so there are positives. There, there are definitely some positives um, to being over here. You know, I feel like we were talking about some negative stuff to a certain extent. Not really negative, but, you know, not the, the greatest. But there are a lot of good. There's a lot of good uh, yeah. from being here to a lot of fun stuff, for example, you know. Amazon, you know, I know they're a mega evil company, but yep. that's two day shipping though. <laughs> yeah, it's that same day that shipping. Same day though. shipping though. That two hour shipping though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Come on, like you can't get them things there in a anyway. I'm sorry, yeah, but yeah, you just wish. Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely an experience when you just go online and say, boy, I want this table. And mm-hmm. you type it in, you, put, you, you buy a table, and it's here two days later, shipping. And you don't have to deal with customs or anything like that. Yo, you know, so they're robbing people. Like, people in Jamaica can't order off of Amazon or wherever. They have, like, ShipMe and mm-hmm. some other companies like that, which is cool. Um, free plug. Um <laughs> But like, I don't, it's the, the custom situation. Even if you, as somebody up here, you're sending something to Jamaica. It's a hassle. So expensive. It's crazy. Oh. It's probably worse now. Like we've been away for a while. So I, even though I said uptown earlier, I don't really know. Sovereign could be something like completely different. I mean, right Campion was <laughs> on that side. It's uptown enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, what else is fun about up here? Uh, let's see. What else is fun? So we talked about Amazon. I mean, like handling like stuff in general, like any kind of stuff related to the bank or or banking or like any government stuff. It's relatively straightforward. Process is easy. Might cost you something depending yeah. on what you're doing. But I mean, like, I usually don't have to worry about any of that stuff. I don't have to like um, wake up at two in the morning to go stand up in a line outside a place yeah. uh, meet all the people who come from country and are there from two hours before that um, with them bag and plants mm-hmm. you know say where may I come from where may I come from where's my or, or something come yeah on. just for, for come to some something there but you don't have to worry about that which mm-hmm. is definitely it's so good. easy 
Yeah, God help you if you're in a Jamaica, well, at least when I was there. And like, let's say it's a Friday evening and the bank's so lucky and you need for cash it you check or do something like maybe not Friday, maybe Saturday because everything's kind of closed on a Sunday in Jamaica, Mm -hmm. but that's not the case here. Like I think banks are open on a Sunday or maybe not, but the drive through and everything is just so easy. Mm -hmm. Um, Like when you want to renew your license or your tag, the the biggest hassle for me renewing my license is the fact that I have to pay money Mm -hmm. because I don't have to get in a line. I don't even, I barely have to answer any questions. It's just like, all right, well, let me pay you. Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. you send it to my house, and I said, mm-hmm. uh, "Easy." What else is good? Ah, uh, definitely domestic travel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fun. Um, yeah, it's so I'm in Connecticut, Connecticut, as they call it. And, you know that it took a while for me to get used to that. I would always say Connecticut, but. Mm-hmm. They get angry about that for some reason. Anywho, um, so yeah, travel. So I'm in in Connecticut, and I'm maybe like hour and a half train ride from New York. Um, if it's MTA, yeah. Uh, so I mean, I'm going from there to New York, there to Boston, and you know, like just mm-hmm. being able to travel to all these different places. You know, you you do like an excursion and stuff when you're in Jamaica. You go Mobay, you you know, you go Ochi and stuff like that, and that's um fun in itself but it's definitely nice in America because of just the the size of the country you know there's so much to explore Um, you don't have winding roads like that up here it depends on where you are I guess so. Yeah, it depends on where you are. It's not the norm. Yeah. It's not and the I norm. like the winding roads. I've always loved... You do. Well, I mean, not necessarily driving on the winding roads, but, you know, being in a car that is driving on the winding roads, it added. To, it just added to the experience for me. Um, That's true. That's true. I do like it. I like the domestic travel. So you're right about that. I like the fact that you can travel anywhere on your passport. No, no, without your mm-hmm. passport, you can travel with your license. And coming soon, iPhone's going to make you travel with literally a phone. That's cool. Like you can just go with your two long hand and go somewhere completely different. Mm-hmm. You can go to West Coast. You can go anywhere and it's a different place. Every state is different. Every city is different. Mm-hmm. It's really, really mm-hmm. cool to do that easily without hassle. And like you can get deals on flights um i've seen like deals for like two hundred dollars go to vegas and probably i'll get like two nights free i mean you have to search around for these deals obviously Mm -hmm. um but well when corona is you know calm down yeah yeah yeah, yeah, (laughs) um but yeah so you know that's that's pretty good and also with like traveling too you you get to meet a lot of people and a lot of different cultures that you wouldn't necessarily get to directly interact with um when being in jamaica you know i mean like you're aware of the different cultures you see what you see on tv and stuff like that but like i mean and you just get to meet people like that you know from different places you know mm-hmm. um like especially if you do come to a college setting um they're usually international students you get to meet people from all over yeah. the world and and just learn a lot so it it definitely um it's a good place to, you know, branch out, um, you know, broaden your horizons, um, like meet new people. I mean, get yourself out there into the world. 
Into the world. But it's always fun when you run into somebody from home. When you hear, when I am in public and I hear a Jamaican accent, I just feel like, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's your, your immigration dude. Mm-hmm. You hear the accent and like usually it's, it's always a fun thing. It's always a fun thing when like they hear your accent, but they're not sure off like immediately and you hear their accent and then one of us just say, so you, yeah. you Jamaican? Yeah. <laughs> this is what I used to do. I used to, I used to be so confident like when you have an accent or we don't consider it an accent if you come from Jamaica you don't think you have an accent but up here people say oh I like your accent Mm -hmm. so like um, when I hear it it just feels like home so I usually just like walk up to somebody and be like so which part of Jamaica you come from (laughs) and and I've been wrong like twice because because again it's a melting pot so you like be like actually I'm from St. Thomas or yeah some other Caribbean countries that like sound similar Mm -hmm. so that's why I don't always just that's why I don't jump to the conclusion necessarily I kind of just ask you know Mm -hmm. because yeah because like the amount of times I've been in like a Uber and you know they they pick me up and they just say something like good afternoon you know and and good I hear afternoon. it yeah you, you hear it yeah, like, man. Really I come from Portland <laughs> exactly <laughs> so so then after that you know you just mentioned it you know like uh, where are you from well, actually that's what I usually do I ask them where they're from so I want them to give it up cause I don't want just assume no I'll be like where are you from you, 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 you from this uh these parts <laughs> Like, no, because they're probably used to hearing that a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People used to ask me that a lot until I got my work. That is on. true. I never, <laughs> I never thought about that. And and that, that they asked me that too. So, time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember this this um, professor walked up to me and said, oh, "Are you from a British colony? Are you, are you from England?" Da, 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 da. He's asking me all these questions. <laughs> um, I can't oh, tell. Yeah. Your accent sounds like you're either English or from some British colony. It's like, well, I mean, I guess you you are right to a certain extent. Yeah, you're right. You know, I was I'm from Jamaica and um, cool dude. Never spoke to him again though. Um, <laughs> but he heard your accent, and that's the that point. That is the point. Um, it's a compliment man like somebody said oh yeah and then the biggest thing I love is like when they say oh I hear an accent and I said Jamaica <laughs> I, I, when I say Jamaica I feel like I'm seeing the biggest brand mm-hmm. I feel like I'm seeing- it's like you're rolling on a red carpet yes Mm-hmm. Yes, and I say when I say Jamaica, like their eyes light up and they're like, "Wow, why do you live here? Mm-hmm. Why would you ever leave? That's so cool!" Mm-hmm. And people always like have their little like questions, mm-hmm. and it's really cool. It's like a yeah. brand ambassador. You really feel proud when you talk about the country mm-hmm. here, because especially when mm-hmm. you hear some of um, the things people say uh, when when they do find out, you know, like. It, it shows you that although we're from this little country, everybody know about we, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're worldwide, you know, international, you know, anywhere you go, you know, the Jamaican, you know, where we come from. And it's just, it's just good. It's, it's a good thing. It's really nice. It's a good feeling. Yeah. So it's nice to be a Jamaican in America um, from that aspect, you know. Yeah. 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 Unless, unless you're in a city um, or a state that's, completely there's a whole lot of Jamaicans there like to be honest when I was in New York I didn't feel that special I'm like there's so many Jamaicans here I don't feel that special same thing with Fort Lauderdale yeah yeah 
Yeah, I remember when I was coming up here, before I came up here, like in high school, like, you know, you bridging them would just say, yo, yo, you got to clean up in America, you know, them hear the accents and everything. <laughs> but when I came to Connecticut, I went to Stratford, which is by a, a place called Bridgeport. Just do some research on Bridgeport. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I realized that it was just enough Jamaicans around the place, just everywhere. Yeah, yeah, really? it's a whole lot of Jamaicans around the place. I mean, fine Jamaican restaurants okay. all over the place. And um, I realized, you know, uh, the accent probably not going to get me the girls as as uh, much as I expected. But don't have to worry about that now. But that's a feature. <clears throat> oh, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 man! If you had moved to Milwaukee. Oh, or, <laughs> or Utah, Arizona, <laughs> Wichita, mm-hmm. Kansas. <laughs> you would have the girls would have been like, "Ooh, oh, what's that?" I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> Where are yeah. you from? <laughs> like Arizona, but that's that's also another thing. I went to Arizona for a little bit. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. cool. But we have an episode for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have an episode for yeah. that. Can't give them everything. Not, not on the first. Not on the first go. All right. Well, so yeah, that's going to wrap it up for um, this little segment of the podcast. And we talked about our oh, just forward experience. We're probably going to circle back to this at some point in the future because that's, that's what we know and that's what the podcast is for. But I mean, that's going to do it for right now. Yeah, it was fun. Real fun. First time, first episode. That's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, So if you're thinking of moving to a different country, just know, you know, it gets better. If you're listening to this from the States, Canada, the UK, wherever, if you're strong enough to make the move, you're strong enough to make it after the move. Well said, Brandon. Yeah, that's going to do it. Now it's a wrap for things here. The One and Ready podcast. But before we go, one quick thing. Our upcoming episodes will feature two fun segments, the Yadkyad and the One Stop segments coming soon. So stay tuned for that. We're really excited about it. And um, that was just like a teaser. You have to come back next time um, for us to explain a little bit more. But we're hoping you stay along with us for the journey as we get to those. So stay tuned. Like, make sure you stay tuned for real. Like, come back. Yeah, Yeah, please. Come back. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so that's going to be a wrap officially for this week's episode. You know, we want to thank you so much for staying engaged with us, staying strapped in with your seatbelts this entire time. You know, if you made it this far, we're grateful. (laughs) Don't worry. You know, you arrived for free this time. We're not going to charge you at the moment. At least not this time. We're not going to charge you this time. Mm-hmm. Next time no, we might not. Wait, we're joking. We're not going to charge you. But we appreciate it. We love it. And we have more fun stuff to come. So um, if you have any feedback or anything like that you'd like to recommend on this podcast, send it to us in an email. We are at oneandreadypodcast at gmail.com That's the number one the letter N, readypodcast at gmail.com and that is our handle on all of our socials. Feel free to reach out to us. Uh, yeah, but that's it. Yeah. Episode one. <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap. All right, come on to the car. Make space for the next passenger. <laughs> Wait. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Bye, guys. You have arrived at your destination. No actual traffic laws were broken in the making of this podcast.
Wait, 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 Wolan, Wolan, draw bricks. We forgot to mention something. We have to give a shout out to Jamaican designer and photographer at Kirkpatrick Photo Studio for designing our cover art. We really like it. We actually, we love it. <laughs> and um, also want to shout out Podprods Media Production for our intro music. It's got a nice like, islandy vibe, you know, a nice like, thing going on there. So um, we thank you again for listening and stay tuned. We have some great things coming And if you're listening to this on launch day, December 24, 2020, we just want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. Now it's a wrap.